I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. It's our last week of Halloween. Halloween is officially dead. R.I.P. Halloween. <laughs> Even though when this goes up, there's still, what, like six days left of October? I think well, there's it's going up on Monday. The, yeah, it's going up on the Wednesday before, so it's going up on the twenty sixth. So there's five days. So Halloween's not dead yet, but for our podcast this year, it's done. Actually, for, for all years, for all years, year. unless there's more Halloween movies released, which I'm gonna guess there are because Disney, like in regards to decoms, Halloween ones are the most popular, as far as I can tell. Because yeah. there's so many of them, and people revere the Halloween ones from the '90s so highly. <laughs> yeah, some people. <laughs> not, I mean, not even just you. Like, I mean, many, most yeah. people. Yeah. See, yeah. I mean, Halloween it shows ones. we've had. This is what our third season mm-hmm. of Halloween, and we've had one or two months of Halloween each year. And then our only we've had, we've had eight eight Halloween movies, which to be fair, this year was not actually Halloween movies for the first That's half, true. but they were. I keep forgetting that. They still in our were. hearts, <laughs> they are. Well, and technically, I mean, even technically, the zombies movies aren't Halloween movies, which like they're not super That's Halloweeny, true. but they are about zombies. So like, I yeah, don't I consider care. them Halloween, and I'm always, I always forget that they were released in what July, August. July and August, and like you know, the summer, because you know yeah. everyone loves zombies in summer. Yeah, and maybe that's their way of you know bringing people back to school at the end of summer because it's all about getting into school. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I it's only about it's Halloween only about getting movies. into school for the the first one and the third one. The second one's just about wolves. Hawoo! Kira's favorite. Uh, speaking of disappointing sequels, this movie's bad. Uh, this movie is under wraps too. This movie is just came out this year. What blunder like, wraps? A couple weeks ago, probably a month ago. Uh, I came out at the beginning of this month, so okay. came out on like the second or something um yeah i'm not gonna sugarcoat it because i just don't feel like it and this movie was really frustrating to watch and it's probably not surprising to people to be perfectly honest like the sequels that come out and honestly a lot of the disney doesn't have a good track record not only for the newer decoms but specifically for the sequels i think there are and that's not even for like new new sequels i mean sequels overall because there are some exceptions to that rule descendants has good sequels halloween town has one good sequel i was gonna say don't say all good sequels because we know that's not true zombies 2 is fine it's not as good as the first movie but it's fine zombies 3 however terrible but high school musical 2 fun high school musical 3 is great but also oh yeah team beach 2 is good but like it's those are the better ones are the musical sequels for the most part. Yeah. But I'm not going to do a deep dive into that. But surprise this one's not a, a musical. Oh god, if it was. Curious. There were a couple dance numbers or dance battles, but I feel like that happens oh, in Oh my god, it's so in long. Almost all of the newer decoms there's a dance battle, a, yeah. a dance break, something that like they just have to incorporate dance somehow. I don't know why, but <sighs> 
So I liked the first one of this. I liked the movie from 2021. I thought it was, it paid a lot of really good homage to the the original. I thought the performances were good. I thought the writing was overall pretty good in regards to being a remake. It was pretty honest and pretty, pretty strong. This, they had no idea what they wanted to do. I think they, I, I actually wouldn't even give them that. I think they had one idea of what they wanted, which is they wanted a rival mummy to be, uh, jealous that the girl mummy chose Harold. Yeah. And they had no idea what to do with it. Like, they had no idea where to go with it. And the stakes of this movie were so low. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be this huge evil threat and it never felt like it because nothing ever really happened. But I brought this up when we were watching it, but I'm like, they're probably not even gonna you know, get together, like, Harold and Sobek, the the evil, like, mummy in the love triangle bit. Like, yeah. They're probably not even going to face off until the very end, which wasn't true. They had, like, 40 minutes left. But even then, I was like, okay, maybe this will, like, build to a big, like, cinematic, like, oh, no. battle sort of it was just I don't know. Nothing just another warehouse. Was, yeah. Uh, okay. Warehouse. Let's do the blurbs and then we can talk about the, the, the full, the full blurb. But, okay, Under Wraps 2 just came out this year, so 2022. It's TVG. It's an hour 22, so it's not very long. But you want to know the only thing that it's tagged as? What? Comedy. No. That's it? That's it. It's okay. not. It's it's not not a comedy for kids. Like, I will give them that, but that's not. What was the, what was the Under Wraps from 2021? Uh, I was say, the original one? I think comedy. it had Action kids. Adventure. Action oh, yeah. Adventure. Yeah, it should I have had. I still call it action, action Adventure fine. I still think they should have a Halloween tag. Yeah, and I, I still think, think it should be coming of age. They're still in middle school, but we talked about this last time. Yeah, it it's just, it's dumb. It's just dumb. Anyway, so the blurb is. Amy is preparing for her father's Halloween-themed wedding to his fiancée, Carl, when Amy, Gilbert, and Marshall discover that their mummy friend Harold and his beloved Rose may be in danger. Don't get me started on the Rose thing. I'll talk about it later, but I don't like it. Um, This is... This is not wrong, and I appreciate that they put Amy's uh, papa getting married, but that's... That's the B plot of this movie that they somehow made almost an A plot while still having the Sobek thing be an A plot. And I think that the Sobek thing should have been in the description. Yeah. Be- it's just... Eh. Especially if that's really what they're trying to go for. Exactly. As an a plot. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the short blurb. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Amy and friends must help Harold the Mummy and Rose. It's so bad, right? Just Amy and friends. Apparently, um, like, I get that her dad's, like, the wedding is a big thing in this, and that yeah. she's a big part of it, but She's Amy not the friends, lead in this no, movie. No Gil, no Marsh. Marshall is still Her- the lead. Yeah, and then Harold the mummy and Rose. Not Harold and Rose the mummies. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't okay. like it at all. Okay. So, here's the thing that bothers me. About the Rose thing. So Harold in the last movie was given the name Harold because he liked hot sauce so much. And that reminded Marshall of his grandfather, Harold. So he started calling him Harold. Mm -hmm. In this movie, Gil and Amy just call 
the girl mummy, Rose, mm-hmm. and then she's just called Rose in perpetuity forever. And yeah. even Marshall and is like, just, what? Because yeah. he wasn't and there. Was it, was it Gil or Marshall who was like, it must have been Marshall. It was Gil. No, Gil said oh, it's, it? named, it's named after my aunt. Yeah, aunt. Named after my aunt, but no reasoning why. No. because the first one, at least Harold was named for a specific yeah, reason after somebody. So, and it's so sweet. But, okay. So, a big emotional crux of this movie is that Marshall feels jealous and left out because Gil and Amy are hanging out a lot more because they're both on the school newspaper. And so Marshall is upset that they named her Rose when he wasn't there for it. And I can understand that. If I were Marshall, though, I would be like, that's stupid. Why did you name her Rose? What does your aunt have to do with anything? Why don't you try and figure out what her actual name is? Or let her help you find a name, because that's what I did with Harold. You can't just name someone after your random aunt. Yeah. So you think they were dumb. trying to play off of, you know, in the original, the 97 version, how they were trying to make, I, it was Marshall, though, not Gil, right? Trying to, like, couple him up with Amy at the end. But then they said... Oh, yeah, it was Marshall. And then they, like, played it off, like, no, we would never be a couple. We're just friends. Yeah. Well, I don't Maybe think they, they, I don't to, think like, they did that. that. I don't think they said we'd never be a couple. We're just friends. I think they just tried to, like, laugh it off and be like, haha, aren't we such good friends? Yeah. So, so, like, maybe they were trying to play off of that little love triangle. Not even a love I triangle. I don't so. even know what it's... I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think so, only because I do appreciate that there wasn't any moment where it was like, you're doing this because you like Amy. You're doing this because you are like you like Amy. It was never like Gil was hanging out with her because he, you know, wanted to date her. So yeah. that was good, thankfully. Like, they didn't go that route. Yeah. They were Thankfully. excluding because they were in the newspaper together. Not they weren't right. even excluding. They I feel like They weren't Marshall not excluding that. Yeah. No, they were. They were like it's it's a both sides thing. Because if you're a part and like at that age specifically, like I I can't blame either side, really. Because yeah. yes, Marshall was jealous and was feeling left out and probably wasn't, you know, it wasn't malicious anyway. And it, not probably. It was not malicious. However, mm-hmm. Gil and Amy, because they were 13, were not cognizant of the fact that they were leaving out their friend and moving forward with their own friendship and ignoring someone who relied on them. So yeah. I'll way. get to other... Oh, uh, don't worry. Yeah. They had a very adult uh, conversation uh, and all accepted each other and yeah, talked I'll... it through very <laughs> elegantly. I'll get to that. <laughs> Which okay. was not realistic at all, but no. okay. Let, okay, let me just go through this. Okay, see how much I can remember about this terrible movie. So, the movie starts with this recap of the first movie, and it's Which not you even can like skip. You can skip it on Disney Plus. It was weird. Um, so really, this movie is like an hour twenty, but then it shows them all in a corn maze, and I was like, oh. They're in a haunted corn maze. But it's made to seem like they're, like, really seeing all of these monsters. But then they're like, the corn maze is now closed. And then you see everyone. And it turns out that Gil has this new vlog called Gutsy Gilbert, where he tries all all sorts of scary things because he's faced his fears and he's he's the only person now. And we learn that Gil and Amy are both on the school newspaper and they've been spending a lot of time together and they're friends and you learn that Marshall is not on the school newspaper and doesn't spend as much time with them and is feeling left out. 
then you we're, we jump over to a museum and we see this 40-year-old unpaid intern. Like, okay, <laughs> seriously, this guy... Working the night shift. So, spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but spoiler about my own feelings. Buzzy is in this movie. Buzzy is fine in this movie, mm-hmm. actually, shockingly. So that's a Better plus. Better than the last movie. Substantially. However, Larry, this other adult in this movie, takes Buzzy's place as being an absolutely obnoxious, unrealistic, annoying adult. Yeah. Especially an uh, like annoying nerd, which is my... <sighs> adult nerds being portrayed as stupid weirdos is one of my biggest pet peeves in media. Anyway... So Larry is this 40-year-old unpaid intern somehow at another museum. And Sobek, the evil mummy, is awakened. And he then puts this cursed bracelet on Larry. And Larry becomes his his mind-washed minion. And the majority of the time that you see Larry and Sobek on screen is just gags. And not good ones. Like, there's this, like, car seat thing in the in the car. And... Obviously, Sobek can't talk, so, like, Larry's making jokes about, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta pay for gas, right? So you got money? And obviously not. And then they go to, like, a guy's house to get his cane, and he's like, no violence! And then, of course, Sobek goes in and, like, beats the guy up and takes his cane. Which, okay, the best part of this movie, <laughs> oh though, gosh. is just, there's, yeah, like, a, sec- <laughs> yeah, there's like, a security officer at this, this like, collector was his cane's house. And you see Sobek punch this guy, and it looks sick and i was like ooh, more of that it's Which, like a isn't it like a straight arm like backhand just whap. it was like a backhanded punch yeah and he oh goes my flying. gosh we both went whoa and he goes <laughs> flying and it looked really good and i was like i'm not condoning violence but also i want more of that in this movie yeah. and of course there was there was no more of that because why would there be and this entire time that you're seeing sovac and larry like roaming around Gil and Amy and Marshall and Buzzy, who's their their chauffeur and chaperone, all drive to Rockport, so a different town where Amy, one of Amy's dads lives and where he's getting married. And you learn that Rockport is obsessed with Halloween and that Amy's dad is getting married in like a Halloween themed party. And for some reason, they have to break into the museum that Harold and Rose are at. And wake them up, and Her- and uh, Marshall is so excited to see Harold. He like almost cries in the first scene. He's like, "I just miss him so much." And it's like, "Dude, what? <laughs> that is not the writing that should have gone here." They could have been like, "I'm so excited to see Harold. It's been such a year. I have so much to tell him." Like yeah. he should have been so excited to see him, and not, "I just miss Harold so much." I was like, yeah. "That is a like really overly attached weird direction for a few days." Right? Was it, how was it like two days that they? I think it was a day because it was supposed to be like until midnight. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's one day. Anyway. Anyway. So then the meat of this movie is Harold and Rose living and ordering room service and then leaving and heading to this Halloween fair and having this dance off and getting the cutest caricature I've ever seen. And like... All of this stuff, and Sobek and Larry are chasing them, and they never catch up to them until after the wedding? Well, it's... they did see them at that dance break, but they didn't. But, like, he locked eyes, but they didn't, he didn't catch them. Exactly. Like, it was so low stakes. And then you just see the wedding, and at the wedding, a chocolate fountain is dumped onto Amy, 
and she just wipes it away and is like, okay. Yeah. It's like, As if that it's would cold. be like if if it's a chocolate scalding. fountain, it has to be hot. It's not it just would be cold scalding. chocolate. It would be, it would be, it would congeal if it was cold. So yeah. it would be scalding hot and she would get third degree burns. And that just yeah, doesn't and happen. And then everyone else is rolling around in the chocolate. They no like, one's getting like, burnt at all. Yeah, they keep going like, I'll save you, Amy. And then they keep sliding like the dad, the fiance, someone else we've never seen before. Another person we've never seen before. And it's this whole gang reel. And it's like, this is where we're spending the budget. This terrible. Yeah, like, I get there were a lot of gags in the original 97 version. But not I don't, this many. There were yeah. less gags in the '97 version than this one, yeah. and they all were better gags. I was gonna say they did it better, and maybe it's because it had like the '90s charm to it, and this one. No, just came they out were this clever. Year. But I, yeah, I was gonna say I, feel I don't like have they were a pulse. More clever than this one. That was so funny. No, it's just like, and then after that, there's like a whole thing. Oh no! I no, that was the wedding. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So then, then there's the confrontation. Oh, there's also this thing where she loses her dad's ring. Like, she's supposed to be, like... She's also, like, planning this wedding somehow. It's so bizarre. She's, like, 13 years old. She loses the ring. She gets all upset. And her dad has this, like, ridiculously, like... You can't carry the weight on your shoulders, Amy. And it's like... You put that there! You put that weight on her shoulders! Yeah. You put it there! planning this hollow wedding. What did you expect? I... I just but don't there, get it, it. There is a kiss between two men. So, I mean, Disney. That is it. cool. Like, it's the second is... time they've done it, I'm pretty sure. Cause they did, well, they did it in Christmas again. I'm, I'm not yes. sure if that was the first one in a decom, but they did do it, it in Christmas again. I think it was. We just need a kiss between two women now. Do you think Disney will ever give us that? I think they did it in animated form, and that's all that matters, Sarah. Duh. Oh, right. That's all that matters. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that's obviously not what I think. Um... Then there's the climax, which takes place in a warehouse, and Gil has to face his fears again, and he jumps on a ball, like a, like a wrecking ball, and lands on the bad <laughs> mom. It's so dumb. And once again, he's perfectly fine. Nothing happens Nothing to him. happens to him, and then he's like, my secret is I'm always afraid. I just have to remember my friends or some garbage. And it was just like, ugh. <laughs> And then they take Rose and Harold back to the museum because they have to be back by midnight again. And that's that. Oh, one of the gag things that we missed is when they first went to the museum, they, there was like a chase away from the security guards and it lasted for oh so my long. Gosh. Don't even get me started. They found this uh, laundry cart and they, somewhere. from somewhere and they brought it in to get Harold and Rose out of the museum. Ugh. And you think it's going to be like, oh, like, Maybe Gil or Marsh or Amy will be pushing the cart pretending to be doing laundry and it will be covered so that they can't see the rest. No, instead of all just walking out, they're all just sitting in this cart. You can see them plain as day. And Harold, the mummy, is pushing them. So it's like, what's the point of this cart? <laughs> they're going slower than if they would just run. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to anyone. It's so. just... It's just dumb. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, there was stuff in the first, not the first, but in the 2021 uh, iteration, there was stuff that was smart. 
in this one, it wasn't smart. It was dumb. And that's what disappoints me. Because, because kids aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> Did, was there a different writing team on this one like is that i don't what think was? so or do you think it's because the remake had the plot like the basic i think plot it's because it had the plot and they were able to play off of that and that's make it that's my guess their own. yeah that's my guess honestly and this one they just had to start from scratch on their own yeah and they didn't know they didn't know where to go with it and they also had less time i would gather i guess yeah it came out just a year after the first one I just, I'm just bummed. I just, it's the writer. A year for the actor who played Marshall's voice to change quite well, a bit. Well, ch- it changed in that movie, too. Oh, God. The writer for this movie wrote the Kim Possible live action. Ah. Owen did not write the original, or not the original, the but remake. the the, the yeah. remake. Interesting. That's Fascinating. Well, I'm looking up who did write that one. No, this this writing was horrible. Oh, uh, that one had a writing team, as far as I can see, of two two men. But uh, the other one was just listed as one guy. Which, don't get me wrong, one of the guys who wrote Under Wraps 2, uh, or Under Wraps... Wait, is he... Oh, one of, the, one of the writers is the director. So, for... So that's not great. But he wrote... <laughs> oh, God, this is the guy who he, not wrote. He directed... Just some terrible movies, including Tooth Fairy 2, Jingle All the Way oh. 2, Beverly oh, Hills no. Chihuahua 2, all the sequels. Why are they all Inspector sequels? Gadget 2. Uh, you should give this list, uh, it's too late, I was going to say, give it to Wes and Ethan for their sequel Absolutely season. Absolutely not. Next sequel season. Crazy. Okay, so the director and the writer worked together on the Woody the Woodpecker movie from 2017 Jingle All the Way to The Little Rascal Save the Day from 2014, and Inspector Gadget 2. So the writer and the director have worked together a lot. Anyway, it's... Uh, just weird. It's just weird. It's a weird yes. time. And I'm, I'm disappointed. And I... <laughs> I'm on IMDb because I wanted to look up the trivia. So apparently this one is rated higher than the first or the remake because of course people are going to rate the remake really low because they didn't watch it and they're like, we nobody wants a remake. Yeah. Uh, there's just someone, there's a bunch of people who are just like, this is so good. And it's like, this is uh, not good. No. Ah, that's fascinating, actually. So this is the first decom that's a sequel to something that wasn't a musical in any way since Twitches 2, which is back in 2007. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. And let's talk about a sequel yes. that's also not very good. Yeah. This is the first sequel to a Disney Channel original movie to premiere only a year after the previous film in the, franchi- in the franchise since High School Musical 2 in 2007. I don't think it was worth it. I think they should have waited a couple of years. Yeah, but... they should have took a little extra time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to start with? Let's start with moral. I, I think you. you I don't even. I don't even remember. Watching it. I can't remember what you said, but it is not face your fears again. It's not. It's something like you know. Friends may drift apart, but. They'll always come together for when it's important, for, you know, when it's important or whatever. Uh, people change, but it's 
you know, friendship lasts or some garbage. There's always just like, you know, don't be a simp. Yeah. It's definitely something about friendship and yeah. teamwork as a friendship, yeah. growth as a friendship. Uh, you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. Ooh, I like it. I don't think that's for all of it because it's doesn't. It only works for Amy. Yeah. Uh, true friends can make it through anything. It's probably it. Yeah, I think that's generally generally what it is. Like true friendship can survive anything. Uh, one of their friendship ones. Friendship is more important than fame and fortune. Eh. Yeah, that's Cheetah Girls, right? Yeah. No boy is better than friendship. The truest love is friendship. That's from How to Build a Better Boy. Ugh. That was low. That was a 3.5 and 3.75 for us. It's better than that. Friendship is more important than fame and fortune. That was, yeah, the only other one. Um. Well, all I know is I want to put it at least above those two friendship morals. <sighs> I have double teamed teamwork makes the dream work at 5-5, five, five, and I want it lower than that. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking somewhere right in the middle, like a 5. Oh, I have it at a 6-2-5. You would have it at a 5-5. Five, five. So I'm going to give this a 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm not even going to look at whatever I have it at a 5-5, five, because five, that makes sense. Oh, I've got upside down magic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Camp Rock, I have it at a 5 Rip girls, I have it a five. Get out of your comfort comfort zone. Sure. Yeah, this can be a five too. Five as well. Why? Not yeah. A five point two. Well, I was gonna give it a five five, but now I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if I do want to put it above a five. <laughs> do I have anything at a five? I don't think I do. Maybe it's time. I have Rip Curls at a 4-5. I don't know if this is better than Rip Curls. <sighs> is this better in moral form than the Cheetah Girls? Because I don't think it is. Um, let's see. Friendship is more important than fame and fortune. I'm going to put this at a 4-5. Because... That Cheetah Girl's moral is very similar, and I feel like it just follows through slightly better. And it's more apparent. But it's also... Okay, we didn't actually talk about this as much as, as I expected we would. So, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, Marshall approaches Amy and Gilbert and says... You're leaving me out of the friendship because you guys are in the newspaper and that makes me feel bad. And Amy and Gilbert go, you're right, Marshall. We shouldn't do that. We'll try and make more time for you as a friend. The end. And it's solved. And it's yeah. like, that's not, first of all, how kids talk. Second of all, what would happen with middle schoolers. And third of all, no 13-year-old is that self-aware to go... I'm going to talk to my friends about the fact that they're leaving me out because they're both in the yeah. newspaper and I'm not there. And not get super defensive about it and just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. 
I mean, you can leave it wherever you want to, but that's why I'm putting it at four or five. Yeah, I might just put it at the same as Cheetah Girls for now, and we have our wrap up. And I Next. don't think I'm going to be changing my moral rankings, but no, probably not. Probably not. But I'll keep it at the same as Cheetah Girls at least. I'll do a four point five. I do remember. I know when we did the moral ranking for Cheetah Girls, we hadn't seen the sequels, but I feel like every movie they kind of hinted at the same thing about like oh they did friendship, and I was kind of over that. I'm the like, girls are more it out, The first one, <laughs> yeah. The I think. Was it the second one that had the best moral, or is it the first one? I don't remember. Um, Cheetah Girls 2, you gave a 6.25, yeah. and I gave a 5.5. 5. So Cheetah Girls better. 1 World had the worst. You have well, Cheetah Girls 1 World is the worst. No, yeah. Cheetah Girls 2 got it. Like, yeah, it, got, it took a while. It got it. Mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls 1 and 3 did not got it. <laughs> they did not got it. <laughs> they did not got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, the test of time. Uh, It's hard to say. I mean, it just came out this year. How will it hold up over time? I'm trying to look at the more recent ones. Like, what did Zombies... I'm not going to read it against Zombies 3, because Zombies 3 had its own mess. Zombies 2, I gave an 8. Definitely not that high. And then no. Upside Down Magic. Oh, what did I give Christmas again? I was just, I was looking for that one. Before that. I gave it a five. <laughs> and I think I'm going to give this one a five as well. Right um, actually, I'm going to give this one a five to five. Mm-hmm. Because some of its effects... And it's some of its costumes and some of its whatever. It was a little bit better than Christmas Again. That's right. And some of its messaging was just better than Christmas Again. And its acting was just better than Christmas Again. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Five like, to I want to put it a little above that one. I have Christmas Again at a 4.75. So I'll just put this right in the middle at a 5. Which I was going <laughs> to give my moral. So I'll just give the 5 to my yeah. test of time instead. I'm pretty sure I gave Christmas Again a 5. Because I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. So it goes right to the middle. Oh. Which, I don't want to spend too much more time on the on the test of time because I don't think there's much more to say mm. about it. I think it's going to be more dated than we, than we expect. I think it's good. Yeah. But we have dated ones that we have pretty low as well, so whatever. Um, but there's only so much I can do right now. Yeah. But I am going to rate this higher than Christmas again. That's all I know. (laughs) Because. It'd be interesting to like look back at this list like 10 years from now and be like, how did these newer movies actually hold up over time? Right. Like that would be fun. My thing about Christmas again that I know is so Christmas again came out last year. So it's only a year between them. And it is just it. There's so many gags that they just ripped straight out of Groundhog Day. Yeah. And just from other, you know, time travel movies. And I'm just like, you gotta stop. These aren't even, like, homages. They're, like, just straight rips. Yeah. And now I have seen Groundhog Day because I watched it when I came out to visit you. So now oh, yeah, you I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. I was like, I don't know what they're ripping off. Obviously, I can Ugh. tell the plot. Like, the general plot line is the same. But I didn't catch everything like you did. No. And it also makes me feel bad because... 
Bill Murray is terrible, so. <laughs> Hooray! I also don't know anything about Bill Murray, so. Uh, he's, he's been on the <laughs> news a lot lately because he's been a total creep. Um, So I gave Christmas again a D. Yep. I also gave it a D. Just one point lower than you. This movie is better than the D movies. It is a D plus movie. Looking at my, for me, looking at my D pluses, which I just, I just scrolled down a little bit and I saw that Geek Charming and Cheetah Girls One World are a D plus. And I went, yeah, that's, yeah. I think I'd watch, why did I think I'd watch this? What? We gave zombies three C's? Yeah, we gave them the lowest C's. We both gave it a 43. I'm shocked. I don't think that's going to stay <laughs> for the wrap-up. We didn't I even record that long ago. I know, and I'm back. Was it because we came off of a D-minus movie? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's because we came off of a D-minus movie and also because we were like, oh, but we like... Oh, okay, I'm going to rip that apart in the in the wrap-up. Whoopsie. Maybe I felt bad because I kept saying how I was probably going to go back and raise my score for the first, at least the first zombies. But I don't know why I gave zombies three a C. How to build a better boy, I gave a D plus 33. I feel like that's about where I'm probably going to put this one. Yeah. I don't want to put it above Geek Charming, but I want it above Cheetah Girls One World. Yeah, because I think Geek Charming is better than this. I agree. Mm-hmm. Which I put that at a 34. I actually think How to Build a Better Boy is better than this. So I think, I think I'm probably going to put this at a 32. D, D plus. Yeah, I have I Twitches 2 at a C minus, and I'm shocked. I have Twitches 2 at a C minus, and I'm genuinely shocked. Because I'm like, did I really like Twitches 2 better than I liked Geek Charming? I mean, I guess I did. Ugh. Why did I give Kim Possible the live-action one a 32? I don't know. You were much kinder that to that movie than I was. I Maybe it's, I think that was probably because you had the nostalgia with Kim Possible, like, in general. And I didn't? I'm going to give Maybe? this... I'm going to switch your views and things. I'm going to give Up, Up, and Away a 32. And give this a 31. So that it's below up, up, and away, and geek charming. And how to build a better boy. But above... Uh... But above... Adventures of Babysitting, Kim Possible. Uh... Going to the mat. Twas the night. And, uh... Cheetah Girls One World. And I feel good about that. 31. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna move Kim Possible from a 32 down to a 30, and then I think I'm gonna put this one at a 31. I'm just double checking my other D plus movies. Twas the night. I have it at 32. I don't know. I feel like I'd still watch that one before this one. I would. I know. I'm feeling like that too. However. I would only watch it because of Brian Cranston. Yeah. I would skip every other part except Brian Cranston. I'm so my plan for the overall wrap up that we're going to do after we watch all of the movies is to piece by piece go through the letter 
like the letters so it's like i'll go through all of my a's and like break it down by like a mm. a plus a a minus and be like okay this is the spread i want yeah and then so maybe there aren't any of the same or if they are the same like numbers. i genuinely feel like they are on the same level yeah and then like i might do a curve where i like b- bump up some of my b's and whatever but and then for the moral and the test of time is to just look at how it all ranks up together and then if i need to like shift some numbers so my plan is when we get to that point is to create new sheets that are like here's the you know numerical by by the numbers of all of these whatever so it's easier for us to do so more sheets okay i decided this one is a d plus 31 you did it that's what i'm sticking with we are the same (laughs) yeah same yeah i don't know what i'm itching for everyone mine is it's halloween week have a fun and safe halloween however you choose to celebrate kira and i are gonna be hanging out together watching some halloween movies heck yeah we are i'm also gonna show sarah over the garden wall i'm really excited because it's gonna change your life Woo! i'm ready for my life to be changed my decommission, because I have to do the serious one this week, is try and reach out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. You know, maybe you feel like you, you, maybe I've been ignoring, but maybe a friend that you, you know, that friendship's just been maybe a little bit neglected. And you want to make sure that they know that you care and all that good stuff. And then you guys can make a secret handshake and name a mummy after your aunt and all of that good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Next week, or whenever we put it out, because it might be the week after that, I don't care. Yeah, it might take a little break. Who knows? So, we're going to release the season wrap-up for season four. And then we're going to probably take another break or whatever, because I'm tired. And then we will start season five, which is going to be our last season, which is crazy. We've been doing this for almost three years. We're um, mostly older movies too, because I think we're. We are mostly older movies. After 2011, we don't have that many. We don't have any. Any any movies? No. Unless one comes out. Unless one comes well, out, we are we are out season. of movies post 2011. Um, so oh post gosh. after I went to high, I graduated high school. Yeah. So we're not going to be doing just one. I'm guessing of like what 2000. There's probably gonna be multiple. There's gonna be multiple. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through it now because I can, and I'll do it again for for the wrap up. I'll have more of like the actual chronology of like how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now there are no upcoming decoms that have actual release dates. There are some of them that have just been on the list for forever. Like there's one that's like from the desk of Zoe Washington and the Big City Greens movie. But so. From 1999, we have Genius and Horse Sense. From 2000, we have Miracle on Lane 2, Ready to Run, Quince, and that's it. And then 2001, we have Jet Jackson the movie, The Jenny Project, Jumping Ship, and The Poof Point. From 2002, we have Gotta Kick It Up and A Ring of Endless Light. 2003, we have Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off and Full Court Miracle. 2004, we have Tiger Cruise. 2005, we have Nothing. 2006, (laughs) we have Read and Weep. We really have nothing from 2005. I'm just making sure. 
Oh, yeah. My brain is looking at life as rough and going, you didn't watch that. And I'm like, we 100% <laughs> we watched kinda that. We kind of just forgot about it, though. Um, oh, I, I remember it. Uh, nothing from 2007. Nothing from 2008. Nothing from 2009. Nothing from 2010. Nothing from 2011. Nothing oh. from 2012. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nothing from 2013. Nothing from 2014. Nothing so from nothing 2015. nothing from 2007? Not that I can see, no. Because we've watched, because 2011 was Sweet Life, Lemonade Mouth, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, Phineas and Ferb, Geek Charming, Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas. 2010 was Starstruck, Den Brother, Camp Rock 2, and Avalon High. 2009 was Dad Napped, Hatching Pete, Princess Protection Program, Reserves of Freedom Place. 2008 was Cheetah Girls, One World, Camp Rock, Minutemen. 2007 was Twitches 2, High School Musical 2, Johnny Cop, Holla Back on Board, and Jump In. I always think that was 2008. Okay, anyway. Uh, and then 2006, we've got Read It and Weep, and t- 2005 was, uh, Now You See It, Buffalo Dreams, Kim Possible, Go Figure, Life is Rough, The Proud Family, and Twitches, so. Wow. All right. Yeah, so what we'll probably do is, well, not probably, we've got to decide whether we want to just go through them chronologically, or, like, go through one, go back, or, so I'm, I kind of want to do that, because we've been doing that. Yeah. And why like not? I want to end it on, like, one that we think is going to be really good, but that might be hard Okay, so if just, we like, do it, pick a random one. <laughs> so if we do it the way that I just said it, we'll end and read it and weep, most likely. Okay. I don't know if anything we do really it, about that. It's the Pennebaker sisters. Um, if we do it where we keep bouncing back and forth, we'll go genius- this is going to take forever, but Genius, Miracle in Lane 2, Jet Jackson the movie, oh, there's Horse Sense and Jumping Ship, I think, are sequels. Oh, they are. Yeah. Um. So whenever we do that, we'll have to do those together. But okay, so, so, uh, Jet Jackson, um, Gotta Kick It Up, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Tiger Cruise, Read It and Weep. And then we go back, and then it's horror sense. Uh, jumping shit, or is Quince. that a year in between? Quint, no, ready to run, ready to run. Okay, jumping ship, which I'm just gonna skip the Jenny project and go that. So jumping ship, mm-hmm. a ring of endless light, full court miracle, and then we jump back to 1998 again. And then it's, but there's nothing in 1998, nothing in 1999, uh, nothing in 2000, <laughs> and then it's the Jenny Project, and then, and then it's, uh, the Poof Point. <laughs> um, I might finagle this a little bit so that we end on Full Horror Miracle. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> because our full, I've been, full circle Full podcast is a full court miracle. <laughs> so I have been looking forward to full court miracle because it's all about a Jewish kid that plays basketball, and I've never seen it before. So we should definitely end on that one. Though. I want to end on that one just <laughs> again to bring it full circle. So because I don't want to end on the poof point, I don't really mind ending on read it and weep. That's fine, but I might just I might just finagle it a little bit. Yeah, we're allowed. We're kind of yeah. bouncing all over the place in this last season anyway, so why not? Right. I might just, maybe I'll just, I'll just figure it out. Um, okay. So, we'll, we'll see you for the wrap-up, and then we'll see you 